All right, let's take a look at the uh, happenings going on and all the doom and gloom. And yeah, this this might end up being a long one, so if you just want to put this on in the background and go about your morning routine or evening routine, whenever, whatever, whatever makes you happy. All right, we're going to start off here at the Gateway Pundit with uh, Rhino. Dan Crenshaw calls 20 Republicans who refuse to vote for McCarthy terrorist. So, in case you're wondering, the state of the U.S. government absolutely sucks right now. You have Democrats that are kind of sticking together right now on what they're doing. You got the Republicans fighting with one another. The one good thing coming out of all this, they're in gridlock right now and they can't do anything without Speaker of the House, so that means nothing stupid's being passed. Nothing could go forth. There could be no committees. There could be nothing until there's a Speaker elected. Um, I used to be an almost fan of Dan Crenshaw, and I started digging into his background. And the more you dig into it, the more, yeah, he might say some good stuff to, you know, get Republicans to vote for him, but he's definitely a World Economic Forum uniparty person. Just look into his background. So there you go. State of U.S. politics is hilarious right now. Don't worry, I got more examples later. You'll love it. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Uh, CNN business. Amazon will lay off more than 18,000 workers. Nothing new here other than the fact that it was speculated they'd be laying off right around 10,000, and now it's over 18,000 in just a matter of a month and a half. So more economic turmoil around the world. Yay. Super excited. And that goes along with this one from NPR. America needs carpenters and plumbers. Try telling that to Gen Zs. So in see Gen Z's interest in trade and skill work has dropped. The number of young people seeking uh, technical jobs like plumbing, building, and electrical work dropped 49% in 2020 compared to or sorry in 2022 compared to 2020. So almost 50% less people or less Gen Zs are going into trade jobs in 2022 as they were in 2020. And 2020 was down. Um, I'll let you know we're heading for disaster. Um, Germany is already kind of in the midst of this. Um, the more people, young people are told that college is the way to go, you have to go to college, you have to do this. The less those type of jobs will pay and the harder it's going to be to get those jobs. But once you run out of trade workers, nothing can get accomplished. Again, I know plumbers, welders, mechanics, auto body guys. I know a ton of people in those types of industries, because I've worked in all those industries, 
that make well over six figures. Um, when I was 18 and first started working as a mechanic, I worked with a master mechanic who was 40... Three, I think it's early 40s somewhere in there 43 44 anyway um, he was making a hundred and twenty thousand roughly 120,000 130,000 a year at just a small little run-the-mill shop up in Ohio so, you can make a lot of money in these trade jobs. Remember that, kids. Tell your kids. You don't have to have a college degree. Like, I mean, I looked at my one kid, to, or my two oldest today. Now, granted, I'm still four and six years away from them deciding they're going to go to college or not. The one needs a college degree for what he wants to do. Uh, the other one doesn't. But I was like, that's up to you guys. If you want to go to college, go to college. If you want to go do trades, go do trades. I'll support you no matter what. All right. Moving on. This one came from Sputnik. And I just... All right. <laughs> In charge of the nukes. Tweeps cringe after Biden's baffling patch in our jeans uh, quip. So, again, you got Russia media making fun of the U.S. as president. You, At this point, <clears throat> you just read through some of these articles that they write about this stuff, which, again, was it last week? <clears throat> they rated, like, his top ten biggest gaffes or whatever. They have no respect for us. And honestly, when you have a president that, the quote, our best days are ahead of us, are not behind us. I've long said, I mean this, I have never, ever, ever been more optimistic about America's prospects and am today. Never, never. I've traveled over 140 countries around the world. I was the paraphrase the phrase in my old neighborhood the rest of the countries the world is not a patch in our genes if we do what we want to do we need to do I know I suck at reading <clears throat> but I've read that verbatim for the people listening to this just on audio that aren't looking at this on the screen Yes, this is the person that's in charge of our nuclear arsenal. The paraphrased quote off of, what's that? Matt Nielsen, Twitter, uh, Biden. I'll paraphrase the phrase of my neighborhood. The rest of the countries of the world is not a patch in our genes. If we do what we want to do, we need to do it. <clears throat> And then it finishes with, in charge of the nukes. So there you go. You got Russian media making fun of our president because you can't string together a coherent sentence. 
That's a sweet bridge in the background right there. I've traveled that many, 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 many of times when I lived up in Ohio. Standing at the backdrop of Cincinnati and Covington, Kentucky. Spouting off the how great his uh, infrastructure bill is of $1.2 trillion. That bridge goes over top of the Ohio River, in case you're wondering. All right, moving on from DW. China Philippines agree on cooling tensions, boosting trade. So, we should pay attention to this. Um, China, what, just a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, whenever it was, went over to Saudi Arabia and is working deals with them. Who you know, again, we weren't, the U.S. wasn't a big <clears throat> supporter of, but we traded with them for oil. Philippines is one of our allies. So China is going around <clears throat> the east and basically trying to undercut ties between the U.S. and their allies and people we work with over there to be the dominant power. <clears throat> Which honestly, I understand why they're doing it. <clears throat> if, <clears throat> excuse me, if things would have been done just a little bit differently when the Eastern countries were starting to form, like the BRICS and OPEC and things like that. If the U.S. would have been more of, hey, let me, let us be a part of this. Well, we can, you know, make all this stuff work and we can all work together instead of being, nope, we're in charge. We're going to make sure we stay in charge. You guys can't affect what we're doing. So basically right now you have like the BRICS countries all working together to overthrow the United States as the power. The powers to be, which <clears throat> will cripple us and the economy, <clears throat> our world standing, all that fun stuff. All right, moving on. Eurasia News or Eurasia Times. Overtaking Silicon Valley, Indo Pacific is emerging as biggest market for artificial intelligence, but can US and allies challenge China? So. It's a lengthy article. The biggest thing to remember when it comes to AI is your super sophisticated AI can be used to crack codes so you can hack. It can be used to run all of your military stuff. AI going forward with the way that's advancing and what they're doing with it is going to be key to winning any future type of war or conflict. It's one reason why the U.S. is pushing so hard for China to not get chip manufacturing and stuff like that, that they have to go through these outside places that they can regulate, which is also why China's pushing hard right now to take Taiwan. So, just be prepared, be ready, watch out for that. But yes, um, China... 
in the um, Indo-Pacific are emerging as the biggest market for AI. All right. Russia Times. All right, is that what it is? RT, Russian TVs, Russian whatever, whatever. RT, Russia something something. Oh, one point out here. So I've listened to a handful of other preppers and people that cover the news, and it always makes me laugh because whenever they use um, RT, they never cite it. They just read the article. Like they'll go through and you'll hear them mention the news outlets, and then they'll read an article or headline. And just breeze right on past it. The one I listen to will mention like Sputnik, like that. Occasionally will mention RT. I show you where I'm getting this stuff from, or tell you if you're listening just to audio. So one, you know where I'm getting this information from. Two, when I use the Russian sources, I'm trying to play. It's a mix of let's get from both sides, unless I'm going strictly on. All right, this is what Russia's saying. This is what they're telling people. We need to be aware of this, which I do on some of the um, just like World War Three update type stuff. But the other thing is, you know, playing devil's advocate when it comes to stuff like that, because our news media is going to tell us something. They're just going to tell them something completely different. If you only watch MSNBC or CNN, um, you completely miss what's really going on. Again, so if I watch MSNBC, I'll go to like OAN. I'll go to like Hardcore. Right. If I do CNN, I'll do like a Fox News or something like that. As long as they both have the same article because the truth is somewhere right there in the middle. So that being said, that's why I do this. But at least I tell you where I get it from every single time or show you where I got it from every single time. And like a lot of them were, again, I, I laugh because there's a few articles I'm going to cover here that I listened to somebody's overnight thing. And I, I was dying because I was like, I just read that article and I know exactly where it came from. And the article that I mentioned before he mentioned where it came from, the article after he mentioned where it came from did not say where that article came from. It's like, at least be honest with the people. And make up their own minds. But all right, RT. Moscow warns of retaliation if Germany goes through with asset seizure. Uh, Berlin should not ignore international law unless it wants other countries to follow suit. This is coming from the Duma. So Russia is trying to, or um, Germany is trying to go through with a plan to take the seized Russian assets to rebuild Ukraine. Russia seized like $300 billion of Russian assets and are now going through the try to um, take them to transfer all that to Ukraine so they can start rebuilding the country, right? So they plan to seize Russian assets to rebuild Ukraine. This will start a process where all states ignore international law and take what they see fit at their own discretion. Adding that Germany's leadership 
should remember from their own country's history how attempting to encroach on someone else's property ended. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Gotta love this. Gotta love when politicians talk shit to each other. <laughs> ah, but yeah, so there you go. Um, Russia's Duma, or Duma speaker, is warning Germany, hey, we're walking a really thin line here. Because if you decide that you're going to ignore international law, take all of our seized property and distribute it to other countries, now we could do the same to you. And the funny thing is, is right now as well, with Germany talking about doing this, Poland is in the process of going through the UN to get Germany to pay reparations for, or, uh, for World War II. So that means if Germany goes through with this, that means Poland could just go ahead and seize whatever they want from Germany and use that for reparations. So it's a slippery slope that they're playing with right here. All right, RT. Russia Church calls for Christmas truths in Ukraine. Um, a ceasefire between January 6th and 7th would allow worship to worshipers to attend religious services. So again, over the case you saw back in December where Putin said we're not having the Christmas truths and they saw fighting and stuff on like the 25th, 26th, stuff like that. Eastern Orthodox churches celebrate Christmas January 6th and 7th. So this would be this weekend is their Christmas that they celebrate. But the um, the Russian Orthodox Church Patrick Kilgore whatever um, is calling for um, Russia and Ukraine to have a ceasefire so they can celebrate Christmas in both countries. Even though Zelensky shut down all the churches that don't preach that he's God. Basically, I think. I don't know. Something along those lines. But yeah, so there you go. They're calling for a ceasefire. We'll see how uh, their Christmas shapes up over this weekend. German opposition demands defense minister quits. So you have German uh, parliament... Is that what they call themselves? What do they call themselves over there? Um, saying that statement that their defense minister put out was embarrassing and inappropriate, or you know, celebrating New Year's with fireworks blowing up behind her and whatever. They're saying that she's not doing her job properly and they want her to resign. You're in the extreme danger right now of all of the EU and NATO countries being pulled into a hot World War III with Russia or China or North Korea or Iran. Again, that whole axis of evil that are all 
position themselves to work with each other more. And so one of two things is going to happen. If she does resign, she has to be replaced. Best case scenario for Germany, <clears throat> or for the world, would be a level-headed anti-war person to come in. But more than likely, they probably want a war hawk to come in so they can spin this up and go to war. So again, majority of German people do not want to be supporting Ukraine at all right now because they're getting screwed over on the prices of everything that they're paying. <clears throat> but the government seems to want to go to war. So we'll see what happens with this over the next few days. We'll see. They can't... If she doesn't resign, they're trying to find a way that they can fire her, but I don't I don't know a lot about German politics <clears throat> other than their socialist country kind of and there's like a hundred different political parties and they have actual Nazis the the hell did the National Socialist Party that Hitler co-opted back in the 30s is seen a resurgence, and they have a few members elected. But there you go. Other than that, I don't know exactly how their stuff. Can can you fire a defense minister? Is that a fireable position? We'll see. All right, Ukraine Pravda. I'm not reading any articles off this, but I wanted to show you that 109,720 Russian casualties. Again, this is according to Ukraine. 284 planes have been shot down. <clears throat> 271 helicopters have been destroyed. 3,041 tanks. 6,108 armored combat vehicles, 2,051 artillery systems, <clears throat> 215 air defense systems, uh, 426 multiple rocket launchers, 4,759 vehicles and fuel tankers, 16 ships and boats, 1,844 technical unmanned aircraft. Again, so I like how I've been covering the price difference between the drones and the missiles that they're shooting. <clears throat> so the New York Times only said that it cost Ukraine seven times more. It didn't say how much um, Russia was paying for their unmanned aircraft. But they're saying that it's only $140,000 to $500,000 uh, per rocket that they shoot, depending on what system that they have. I was like, that's cool. So they're saying that it's nowhere near the million dollars that I'm saying it is. But the picture that shows in the New York Times article, there's two rockets flying at one drone. So there you go. If it was 500000 they just spent a million dollars per drone. So there you go. That's just want to give you what Ukraine's saying that they've destroyed so far. 
All right, back to RT. First shipped armed with Russian hypersonic missiles enter combat duty. Okay. <clears throat> so, the Russian Navy frigate Admiral Grosh... Grosh... I'll never get these names. Has become the first warship carrying the Zircon hypersonic cruise missiles to begin routine combat service. <clears throat> This was actually one of the articles that one of the people read that did not cite where it came from. <laughs> um, let's see. The Zycon, Zircon, whatever it is, unique weapon <coughs> was a unique weapon. No other country has anything comparable. So, these hypersonic missiles have just been tested. And at, they understand, it was a thousand kilometers pinpoint accuracy hit all their targets. These missiles fly at nearly nine times the speed of sound. All right, so the missiles have a range of more than a thousand kilometers, 621 miles. Um, they can also, are these ones, does it say? Uh, basically, it's going to be deployed through the Atlantic, um, up into the Indian Ocean and Mediterranean Sea is where they're deploying. The ship will be around. If I remember right, these are also the cruise missiles that could be attached or could be equipped with um, a nuclear warhead. So, there you go. They're sailing around in a show of force. Okay. <clears throat> effects of EU sanctions on Moscow is less than zero. Despite the bloc's attempt to punish Russia, imports from the country have soared. <clears throat> See the EU sanctions over Russia, blah, blah, blah. Um, on Monday, he headed to the EU, was rewarding Russia by increasing imports from the country. So, yes, they sanctioned and said, no, we're not going to do oil or gas, but everything else that they need, they've been buying up like crazy from Russia at a cheap price. So, again, they're saying that Russia is still at a net positive, or European Commission saying that they're still at a net positive because European countries are still buying stuff from Russia. All right. South Korea considers scrapping landmark military pact with North Korea. Seoul slapped with North or slapped North Korean with enemy label. So again, they're technically still at war. They only had a ceasefire, not a peace treaty. 2018 military agreement that they will not violate any airspace and over the last couple months a lot of airspace encroachment from both sides apparently when North Korea flew those drones in they were in the actual like full on no fly zone around wherever the hell South Korea's president was 
located office whatever so North Korea is flying into South Korea airspace South Korea has flown into North Korea airspace in retaliation North Korea fires more ballistic missile tests launches even more drones and stuff South Korea with the backing of the U.S. believes that North Korea can't harm them. Again, I agree with that. Kind of. Except the fact that North Korea and South Korea are so close together that if North Korea decides to launch a nuclear warhead, there's nothing that South Korea can do to stop it. Like you're talking... A minute, maybe two, depending on how fast the thing flies. It could be 30 seconds. Launch it, and then boom, you're there. Like, so there you go. Tensions on the Korean Peninsula are heating up even more. All right, back to RT. France promises old uh, light tanks for Ukraine. So. France is going to be sending uh, light tanks to uh, Ukraine now. They've been asking for the Leopard 2 from Germany. Germany's like, I don't know about this. So France's like, ah, we'll send you tanks. Awesome. Super excited to be going to World War III, aren't you guys? All right, U.S. considers new type of combat vehicle for Ukraine. Ukraine wants uh, Bradley fighting vehicles. Biden says we're talking about it. We'll see. Ukraine said that they're going to be receiving these Bradley vehicles, and these Bradley vehicles are going to make a world of difference in the combat operations. Again, not quite there yet, but they're saying the U.S. is saying that we haven't reached that agreement yet. Ukraine's saying that they're on their way. All right, Navy Times. New. 2023 flame retardant uniforms to become more widely available so when I was in <coughs> we had again we had different uniforms but when you're on board a ship and underway every single person was issued coveralls and the thing about those coveralls is they or flame retardant. Then you had engineering coveralls, which were even higher rated firefighting, which being on like the rapid response or something like that, those were the coveralls that I was required to wear. Because again, the first responders to get to the space, all they do is throw those on, get an SCBA and fire extinguisher and take off. Or they wore those, threw that stuff on, and they would run into a burning compartment to try to get out fire extinguishers. All right. So knowing that fire's extremely dangerous on board a ship, why the hell did the Navy go away from fire retardant uniforms when you know they already had it? New two piece. Why do you need a two piece? Just make it all a single jumpsuit like you used to do. Made life a hell of a lot easier. But whatever. More waste of money from. 
U.S. tax dollars to the military because they had something that worked and then they changed it to something that doesn't work and I have to find something that works again. It's all stupid. Eurasia Times. As India-China clash near the LAC, how prepared is Indian Air Force to challenge rapidly growing Chinese People Liberation Army Air Force? Their name cracks me up. The People's Liberation Army Air Force. Um, so the current combat, let's see, uh, raffle. So India is worried about how fast China's air force is growing. They're saying as of right now, they're in good shape, but at this rate, they're not going to be able to, it's going to be more of a challenge for them if China decides that they're going to invade India. So, there you go. Kiev issues update on Patriot delivery timelines. Coming from RT. Uh, Ukraine expects to be able to deploy U.S.-made Patriot air defense system in the near future. So, again, this is something that the U.S. is like, we're still working on figuring out which where the systems will come from that we're sending them. Ukraine saying it's on its way. Again... Anything of this system being deployed within the next six months will mean that that's U.S. assets there setting it up, operating the system. It's a complex system, according to what people are saying. So, I mean, if it shows up like Wednesday, that means U.S. troops are there. Won't throw that out there. So again, it's we're working on it, and Ukraine saying no, it's on its way. It's like Ukraine is trying really, really hard to get Russia to just get super duper aggressive really fast, so they can try to pull NATO into this. Like all the posturing that Zelensky is doing, does not scream we are winning this war, because he's doing every single thing he can to try to get. NATO to come into his country and back him up. NATO fighters. He wants all the equipment, but he also wants the NATO fighters there. All right, this will come from Reuters. Uh, Soldiers Widows Group calls on Putin to order major mobilization for Ukraine war. So after anywhere from that, now it's up to like 90 to 500 um, Russian soldiers were hit. This widow's group, Russian soldiers' widow group, is calling for Russia to launch an all-out mobilization to crush Ukraine. Apparently, who you're listening to, if you listen to um, Ukraine... And Zelensky and them, this weekend, Russia will be shutting down their borders to launch a all-out mobilization. Belarus has apparently put out that any able-bodied male ages 18 to 60 needs to report to their rec- the local recruiting station. So, I don't know. I don't 
read or speak Belarusian or Russia, whatever it is they use over there. According to what people say that the prompter said, it doesn't look like it's an actual, like, you're being drafted yet. It's looking like they're saying, hey, 18 to 60, come volunteer. We'll see how that looks here in a few days, and we'll see if that means that Belarus is actually going to enter, which, again, I'm predicting that Belarus doesn't enter into this conflict until another NATO country enters into the conflict. But I do believe that they are trying to bolster everything they have to block off their border and have guys ready at a moment's notice to say, let's go. So we'll see. Sky News. Ukraine war. Mobile networks being weaponized to target troops on both sides of conflict. So there you go. For all those people, especially those ones that said that, you know, huh, you can't use that kind of information to track where people are when they're trying to do that, you know, was it 2,000 mules or whatever it was? Geolocation, stuff like that. Pinging cell phones. They said it's not accurate. It doesn't work like that. <clears throat> can't use that as evidence for this. Um, they are using cell phones and this conflict to <coughs> excuse me to uh, kill large amounts of soldiers again they're saying that this is what led Ukraine to hit that between 90 and 500 the other day when they're saying in the makeshift barracks and they're saying this is what's leading Russia to know exactly where to hit at. So remember, not only is your cell phone listening to you constantly and they're tracking you, but they can pinpoint exactly where you're at and kill you in wartime. So there you go. Trust no one. Trust no technology. <clears throat> All right, Euro News. Ukraine war. New Russian mobilization hypersonic Weapons and killer drones. Um, Russia gathers more soldiers, according to Zelensky. Uh, Putin watches launch of new hypersonic missile uh, armed frigate. Cover that. Um, let's see. European Union natural gas storage level um, highest in six years despite Moscow cuts. That's because Europe's extremely warm right now. And they're paying out the ass to the U.S. for liquid natural gas. See, uh, Ukraine to ask United Nations to deploy peacekeepers to the nuclear plant. <coughs> so... You know, we're not going to get into how I feel about the UN and their peacekeepers. Uh, let's see if Russia and Ukraine could develop and deploy autonomous killer bots. See? AI is going to be fighting wars. <laughs> and that's it, that's it for Euro News for their live update. Yeah, I completely against the United Nations and their 
quote-unquote peacekeepers that are going to roll up in full-on armored vehicles, armed to the teeth. Supposed to be peacekeepers, right? They're not supposed to have a side. They're supposed to just keep the peace. But like every corrupt bureaucrat, I don't believe it. We'll just, yeah, I hate the UN. All right, Eurasian Times. U.S. deploys 101st Airborne Division very close to Russia. The U.S. troops build trenches, stage helicopter attacks, and fire artillery. <clears throat> so the 101st is deployed to Europe. Uh, this is where was it? Romania? Oh yeah, Romania. There we go. Woo. Again, I'll learn how to read someday. I promise. All right, so deploy to Romania, digging trenches, simulating helicopter attacks, going through the whole thing. Show of force. Approximately 12,000 soldiers assigned to the 1st Infantry Division uh, following the invasion were stationed in western Poland and Baltics. Furthermore, Romania troops have been practicing firing high Mars rockets. Blah, 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 blah. So, again, we got the 101st Airborne ready to go into Ukraine or Russia at a moment's notice. So, again, just be prepared for stupid shit to happen. All right. Maybe if this last article will load. There we go. Eurasia Times. Nope. Wrong article. Apparently didn't want to load. So the last thing was um, China's most sophisticated aircraft to begin sea trials this year, which will, which should rival um, the U.S. or challenge the U.S. Navy's dominance. So, nothing much other than that right there. Um, I think it was commissioned what, a couple weeks ago, December 3rd. Um, it begins sea trials. Uh, let's see, ambition to put the country. So by 2049, China wants to be the world's dominating sea power. Pretty high ambitions, but they're cranking out ships like crazy. So there you go. That's the happenings that's going on right now. Stuff's stupid. Everything sucks. We're going to war. Just don't know which country we're going to war first, but that's what seems to be on the docket these days. So be safe. Be prepared. Be ready. Be smart. Hit everything that you know and love and do. Just keep up the... <laughs> live life the best you can right now. We're looking at 2023 being a horrible recession. 
Although, again, it depends on who you ask. Some people say, no, it's going to be awesome. Some people are going to say it's going to be worse, like a horrible depression. Listen to what you want. Again, don't take financial advice from me. Get a financial advisor. You get a CPA, especially one that's uh, diverse in tax law. Probably won't have to pay taxes anymore. It'll cost you, but you don't have to pay taxes. It's your call. <laughs> you want to pay CPA and not pay taxes, or you want to pay taxes? Again, talk to a professional about this. And then we got World War III. <clears throat> Again, you got countries in the Indo-Pacific that are starting to work together to combat the U.S. in the economic war right now. You got Russia pushing against all of the EU and NATO. You have the BRICS countries getting ready to do Navy drills off of the east coast of South America or South Africa. South Africa. So, there's a lot of stuff happening. 2023 is going to be real fun and interesting. So, stay safe, be prepared, be ready, stock up on everything you can while you can. And yeah, 